I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. Well, I can't recall a time when I ever had so much fun. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 74 of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Damon Helgevald. Um, today we're presented by the Carl Auto Group. As always, uh, they came in here and they said, we're going to present you as the sponsor uh, for the last race of the nascar regular season uh and the entire dirt weekend we had it's gonna be great we're gonna talk about it um i I do want to talk about their cars really quick damon you ever wish you could drive a boat drive a boat yeah um i actually had had there not been storms today i would have had a chance to honestly that sounds lame as shit because i'm going to talk to you about carlotto group and that you could drive a car from there and it's way cooler to car to drive a carlotto group car than it is a boat that's that's my entire ad read that's sounds a lot more put together than before Uh, full disclosure to everybody. I'm probably like five bush light tall boys in, uh, and a pina colada. So I went to the country club today. It's not very pinkies down of me, but, uh, went there and hung out after the race got delayed. Cause I knew it'd be a little bit and, uh, had fun with my parents, some friends. We had like 16 people, uh, in their little sports bar, sand trap area, whatever you want to call it, uh, watching the race, watching the last 20 laps of it. So that was cool. It kind of stunk that it wasn't as exciting, uh, because it was 10 cars left on the lead lap, but, uh, it was fun. I, uh, I had a blast, um, Landon castle, got a top five. He finished fourth career best for the Iowa native, uh, and Austin Dillon is going to the NASCAR playoffs as well as Ryan Blaney. Um, that being said, Martin Truex misses it. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway from the day, Damon, or rather, where do you want to start? <laughs> where where can you start? I mean, there's so many places you could actually uh Ross Chastain finished outside the top fifteen for the sixth straight race. That's where I'm choosing to start. It's a good starting point. Didn't know that to that tidbit, so that was a good factual, it's a good factual <laughs> start out. That's I guess since we're spitting out facts. I guess since we're spitting out facts, this will be the first time in like I don't know. I guess he missed one, but what was it? Five out of the last six years or something like that. Truex has finished uh, in the top two or in the, t- at least in the top four of the, of the playoffs. And yeah. Now, and I, I sent a tweet about that to um, Austin Kaninsky uh, from sports, not fantastic kid. Uh, he's in uh, one of our group chats and I uh, love the dude. Uh, he's very, he's as passionate as we are. I'm sure he almost wrote for us kind of pissed that he didn't. <laughs> But uh, so he said, uh, he said, Martin's gotten top two uh, for the last five years and top two, uh, I guess it's, it's uh, just to me, it's like, and I'm tripping over my words right now, trying to think of the word I'm talking. It's mundane, uh, like a moot point. Cause yeah, you lost in the championship race. I, that's the two is the same as four in that situation. I don't know if the purse is any different. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Asker hasn't, uh, published purses since 2016, but, um, I get it. He's finished in the top two. He's done that. Uh, Martin Trek season 
12 top tens this year. In the last five years, he's never gone under 20. Right. I, I know there's 10 races I, left. I don't think he's getting eight top tens in 10 races. I think he's been bad this year to his standards. And also, finishing 11th in the standings is no different than 17th. Okay. Other than if you want to hang playoff banners for your drivers. And I get it. That's a real thing for some drivers. And I think it is important to note that stat for some drivers. But when you've won a championship before, 7th, 11th, and 16th are basically all the same. Not necessarily. Here's why. It's a business side as well, because there are teams who incentivize their drivers and incentivize their, um, you know, their, their companies that they sponsor that they incentivize them by making the playoffs. Then they incentivize them by finishing here in the playoffs and here and here. So on the business side of things from, from a blind looking in at just the racing perspective, maybe it is the same. Maybe seventh is the same as 16th or whatever the hell it is. But from a business side of things, I can guarantee you that Johnny Morris at Bass Pro Shops is wanting to see his driver with the, with the playoff stripe instead of just a regular car. That's fair. And, and I'll say two things to it. The first one being like the more serious of the two, but you know, it stinks for Martin. Um, he's had chances to win races. I think everyone knew the rules coming in though. And also if he didn't lose the draft today, he's in the fucking playoffs. Sorry. And sorry for uh, cussing. Sorry for cussing. I'm, I'm obviously a few beers deep, but he, he was racing with Landon Castle after he lost the draft the first time and he was still in the playoffs. And I'm not mad that he lost right. Landon Castle's draft. Landon Castle improved his position after Martin Truex lost his tail. But all Martin had to do was follow. All he had to do was follow. And he, that's, that's out, no, out of the whole deal because it was those two by themselves. The group that was behind him, led by none other than David Reagan, uh, and was former super speed winner. Right. Being pushed by Cody Ware. Uh, so let's not forget about that. Former super speedway well, starter. Yes. Uh, today, actually, to be honest. Yeah, he, did, he did start uh, the race today. <laughs> he did start the race and he had a chance. Both of those cars, plus that entire pack of about, there was about seven other cars caught up to those two when they did they kind of snaked their way around martin was a sitting duck because his car is a lot slower because it's beat up he was missing a whole right front fender he had a big ass parachute in the right in the right rear fender so now he's slowed even more and the draft is coming by landon was able to get up and and take the lead of that draft because he saw it coming in his mirror and had enough time to move up martin just didn't have as much time because he was going to get caught one way or another if he made a move high reagan was going low if he stayed low reagan was going to go high so truex was going to lose it one way or another because of his slow car that's fair but i don't think that excuses him losing the draft in the first place yeah it does his car was beat to shit it shouldn't have been out there anyway that's fair if he, was, like, if he was already won a race if he had already won a race and was right. in, that you're car right. was in the garage yeah. and truex was in charlotte okay record that you're right put this clip out just I, just like this just you're right i can't believe it um, We've done this 74 but, times. I've said you're right like six. It never, it never gets old for Damon. 
never gets old, never gets old because it doesn't happen often. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, you know, it's like Santa Claus comes once a year. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the rain controversy and everything for a bit. The other thing I, I wanted to say about your uh, Bass Pro Shops comment, uh, tell them to go sponsor Austin Dillon. They already do. Are they still there this year? Yes. Yes. Okay. He's been on the car like 95% of the year. Where the hell have you been? You should spend less time at the country club and more time watching the race and you'd know what's going on. I haven't. Prima yeah, I got a, I got a damn number three guy uh, right up there above my shoulder. <laughs> so yeah, it hurts. Well, I, it, ain't, it ain't helping you. I guess I should. I guess I should have realized they're still with them. Maybe they'll increase their sponsorship now. One's a playoff driver. They, one's not. How can they increase it? Oh my god! They, they, they can sponsor them every more? week of the year and maybe get a black number three throwback out there. They won't oh, do it. Tell Teresa, tell Teresa. to shove it. It's not Teresa. It's Richard. Now I'm now I'm getting in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, you're. You, this is bad. I'm just pointing softly to the dumbest controversy we've had in the sport in a long time. Uh, the whole day. The whole day was. I, dude, I texted you. I said, Chris is going to fire me if I sit here and read Twitter all day. I said, this is bad. Like, every every it was day a bad day uh, dude there were people like sending in response to so what happened um i guess if you didn't see the entire race uh 20 something laps to 21 go. to go 21 to go well that was when the caution came out or that's when they brought yeah, it no, down okay. no you're right i'm sorry um so 21 laps to go uh they're coming to the line uh, everyone's kind of thinking rain is going to get there soon, right? Now, they started the race at 9 o'clock. They knew the forecast all day had been very questionable. Um, they're obviously looking at that all day long uh, when you start a race at 9 o'clock in the morning. That's central time, 10 o'clock Eastern time, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Should have started at 9. 9 Eastern? No, I don't think so. I wouldn't have been out that. Should have started at 9 Eastern. They would have had it done. Oh, man, it's... It's the noon start time, people, all over again. That was the point. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, no, but so they had, they go in the corner, uh, the entire pack, and it, it just starts downpouring in turns one and two. And it's not a foreign. Not even two. Yeah, not even. It was two. just, it was just turn, turn one. It's not a foreign <laughs> concept that it rains on one side of the racetrack and not the other. At Daytona, it really isn't. Um, earlier in the race, they had drizzles on the track. Uh, it did not affect the grip of the cars. It was not heavy enough to do that. This storm came right out of the blue. And if you're a Formula One fan thinking like they should look at the radar, Formula One today would not have ran more than 15 laps of the race and they'd pack everything up and go home before any fan stay on concept stay on concept you're on concept track. i'm staying on track don't worry about it i'm just saying it's not a foreign concept that nascar has seen rain close to daytona and not stop the race because the track is so large that's what happens and sometimes there's water on the racetrack whatever the water on the racetrack today caused the cars to wreck and it all came out really close um basically 
in Justin Haley's in-car camera. He came on after this wreck took out everyone, but about 10 cars, 10 cars on the lead lap, right? So everyone's torn up, everyone's stuff is trashed. Justin Haley comes on NBC afterwards after being involved in the wreck, uh, he's in sixth. Um, and he comes on NBC or CNBC and says, oh, it's raining for an entire lap before they even threw the yellow. I don't know what NASCAR is doing. This is BS, blah, 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 blah. Um, they NBC or CNBC, but you know, NBC has a broadcast entity from now on. So I don't have to keep going back and forth, but they put on his in-car camera, Justin Haley's cause they had one hooked up right away. And there was no raindrops on the windshield until he got out of the trioval going into turn one. And what you might be thinking at home right now is why didn't they throw the yellow right away? They saw raindrops there. They're not monitoring every camera. And I'm going to make it weirder because uh, Austin Dillon's in-car camera video came out about 45 minutes after this started. Austin Dillon's in-car camera, you cannot see raindrops on his windshield at all, like whatsoever, until the cars are already wrecking. It was- Well, he was also back farther, but yeah. Yeah, he was back farther on the inside line though. And you just can't see any raindrops even falling uh, once he got over there. So it was a weird little pop-up storm and obviously was the start of the big storm that caused the race to be delayed. But I think it was an anomaly um, that we ended up having to stop this race. Obviously, the rain caused the wreck, but I, I don't know. If you're NASCAR, you can't do anything about it. Yeah, it's a tough call to put NASCAR into there. Um, you know, I, I'm a pretty critical person when it comes to officiating NASCAR races, I would like to think, uh, especially on here from time to time. It, it just – it was a weird – it was weird because it had the looks of rain, there was reports the lap before I did come to find out that from the letter, the lap before that there was rain on the roof where the spotter stand was. So there, there was that the lap before. And I did hear that. I'm not, I'm not calling them liars. Um, and I'm, I don't know who specifically it came from, but I, I wager with however many there were. And I think there were two or three Almarola's spotter was one. Um, so that's Almarola spotter is not going to lie. He wasn't running up front. Right. But the guys in the lead, usually like you'll hear spotters say like, Oh my God, it's raining. It looks so dangerous out there. The wind. Right. Right. I, I mean, it, it was, you got, like I said, you got Joel Edmonds on the, on the roof. You had obviously Brett Griffin was upset with it and he's very vocal about it. And there was uh, a couple other guys up top that were pretty, pretty upset um with it plus there was some uh some fan video from the grandstand and i know you've already addressed it as well but it, it was you know it's, it's just because it's raining in the grandstand doesn't mean it's raining on the track right the never, chances are good of but it, it regardless it was just a bad situation to be in you don't throw the flag there and the place goes nuts because everybody wrecks you throw the flag there and the place goes nuts because now you got somebody out front with 20 laps to go that you know it you're, you're not getting the finish that you bargained for so instead we crash half the field all the field uh that was there 
and the only there was two cars that made it through there pretty unscathed. Austin Dillon didn't touch anybody, and Cody Ware. So the only two cars that didn't hit anybody on their way out. So Did Cendric hit someone? Cendric was so far in the back, it didn't matter. Okay, well, okay. He count Landon Castle also didn't hit anybody. So we got crashed. They were all behind Kevin Harvick, who who did he T-boned a guy coming up the track. Oh, don't get don't get me started with the Harvick fans today, man. <laughs> so regardless, it was uh it, it was a tough situation to be in one you, way or another. You, real quick, Damon, you have that other tough situation where if you throw the yellow and you wait things out to, you know, have a fair winner and, and race to the end of the distance that was advertised for these fans uh, that are so important to our sport. They make our podcast too, the same people uh, that are so important. Um, and you have noted F1 fan Brett Griffin uh, on his Couch Racer burner account uh, tweeting that NASCAR is ridiculous uh, for making. I don't think that's out Brett, of actually. I don't think Brett's actually tweeting on the Couch Racer. I, I don't know. I don't know who it is, but they're not very smart. And. <laughs> just putting two and two together. Um, I'm not calling him out. I'd love to have him on the podcast. I, there's a lot of takes of him. I, I disagree. Obviously he's a good ass spotter. <laughs> he spots for a lot of people. Um, if that tweet was from him though, I will absolutely call him out. I'd love to get a definitive definitive answer from him. Yeah. It's- I, I have a lot of people that I know that think it is him. And I'm definitely, it's all speculation. It is all speculation. He, I will say that. He tweets some. I'm not saying he doesn't tweet yeah. all of them. He will tweet some from there. But I think during the majority of the racing action. Um, well, you're at a rain delay with nothing to do. What are you going to do? Tweet it out. He was on his way home. Tweet out the madness, man. He was on his way home. There, RV in the rain? No, he Driving flew. home? Flying. Airplanes. Oh. Can't have airplanes. Airplane Wi-Fi? Spotter salary? Can't have airplanes on, a, or can't have uh, phones on an airplane. You see, you, Damon, you take phones on every airplane. You can get Wi-Fi too for like fifteen. You can't bucks use them. You can't use them, Connor. Spotter salary. Them. It's a spotter salary. Yeah, I, I think you might want to listen to their show a little bit to find out about spotter salary. So um, that's that. That was mainly the joke I was po- poking at. But I, it, I, it just, it was, uh, it was such a weird. It was a weird deal. I think a lot of it also had to be or had to do with who was out front. I think had it been somebody else that had already won a race, we also wouldn't have been waiting around three hours and 19 minutes to start it. Yeah. Um, yes and no. Uh, I don't think Austin Dillon was going to win that race if they called it. Can I explain that take or do you have the same one? No, I just, I was just saying, I don't think, I think if it was somebody else, then the, if, if it was one of our previous 14 winners that were in the field had was in the lead, they wouldn't have waited three hours and 19 minutes to run 20 laps. Yeah. I don't, I think the controversy of it was a big play. Does that, do you think so too? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. Okay. Um, my thing is, so if you guys don't know this and there's a lot of complaints and I like having discourse with people on Twitter, uh, and messaging back and forth, you know, what we think, uh, a lot of people think I'm being disrespectful. I gotta work on how I type things out. Uh, cause I'm not trying to go at anybody. Very disrespectful. <laughs> right. Uh, only F1 fans I'll go after, but, um, 
a lot of people seem to be confused uh, how Austin Dillon was called the leader. And I, I believe NASCAR started this race very early in the morning, looking at the forecast from the middle of the day. Uh, with the notion of, well, if it rains in the morning, we'll wait, wait it out. The track has lights and maybe we'll send people back to their haulers and say like, we're going to resume the last half of the race uh, tonight when it's not raining. Um, something along those lines, you know, they, they were on CNBC. They had the CNBC window all day. They moved the IMSA race to USA, which was cool because um, they kept the live event on the same channel. That's usually the policy you follow. Um, but NASCAR has a rule in their rule book, uh, and they influence this uh, in Bubba Wallace's rain delay win. And when you call a race for rain and you're prepared to do it and you're going to do it, uh, you go back and you can review on the video uh, who was in front at the last caution loop. And I wholeheartedly believe NASCAR would have done that um, had they called the race. Now, declaring Austin Dillon the leader was because his car got through the wreckage unscathed. I understand that Kevin Harvick was trying to say, oh, we got the win because we were ahead of him when the caution came out. You're still behind four wrecked cars. I, I did not get what they were arguing and, and where it was where your logic there was coming from because they were campaigning for ty Dillon or uh chris busher uh to win that race that's what they were doing uh with whatever argument they were trying to settle and i, I get it you're trying to throw a hail mary you know kevin doesn't win that much anymore he's a little bit washed up i'm kidding kevin harvick fans joke for you oh my god the guy was won two races this year that's that, that that's what i'm getting at um i get it you're you're lobbying to win the race but th their car was wrecked they went home they said the oh, race yeah. is restarting they're like we're done we're out. Well, kevin kevin was already gone he said that he was leaving uh after his interview yeah he he did he left after the interview I, and i also don't think that's a great great formula to leave the racetrack uh because you think he knew his car was done. The car was the car was trashed. They weren't going to get it around the track another lap. Yeah, that's hey, that's Stuart Haas's um, team uh, compared to Team Penske, who got Ryan Blaney back out there. It's the difference. Ryan Blaney had a little bit more to compete for today. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just trying to poke at everybody I can because it was so. Oh, it's pretty it. apparent. Pretty the entire apparent. day, the entire day has just been screw NASCAR for this, screw NASCAR for that, and I'm just sitting here. Well, like, why? Why are we all overreacting to a rain delayed race? Like well, this race I'm, is going to restart this afternoon. And I'm going to be having a damn good time, and I did. So I'm, I'm answering a message I got from a buddy of mine. He asked me what my thoughts were today. Cause he couldn't see it. Tell him, just tell him, listen to the podcast. He couldn't believe that Blaney got in. And I said, well, take the most chaotic thing you've ever watched in your entire life and triple it. Cause that's what happened. I, that wasn't even the most chaotic race at Daytona this weekend. I don't care. It was chaos. That's fair. I, I, I didn't, I didn't think Martin Truex Jr. would lose the draft. I don't really. He's you, had your, you had your playoff guy who was in wreck in the first however many laps it was. That's Six true. One, one guy out of the last 10 that could screw things up for Martin Truex Jr. won the race. And then you, had, then you have Truex getting a wreck. Then Blaney couldn't continue as, as well as he needed to. So now you got both of your guys who are in with damage. 
Mass chaos ensues because you have like a 35 car pileup in turn one because of a pop-up rainstorm. And now you've got a guy out front who needs a win to get into the playoff in the situation that they didn't want to see. It's mass chaos. You're right. You're right. And and it was all there today. It was uh, top to bottom. I thought it was a great race. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, I hope everyone involved in Iraq came out unscathed, completely good. Um, I know Justin Haley got his laps messed up. He said his excuse for saying that it was raining all the way around the track, even though on his in-car camera, it showed it wasn't raining until he got to the trioval. Uh, his excuse was took a hard hit there, uh, but thank you to NASCAR uh, for their safe cars. Just got my laps mixed up. Took a little bump in the head. It, uh, the, I think the best quote came from Kyle Larson on like lap, 25 when he came out of the race because of a blown engine he said i'm thankful to be leaving here with all my limbs oh that that prima donna that wrecked chase last week man yeah weird how he was the guy that i'm just kidding i'm i hadn't poked fun at the dirt fans yet so weird how weird how he was the one with a blown engine out of the hms camp not saying to put on the tinfoil hats but you know let's think about this I'm leading that with the podcast. I'm just going to say Damon thinks that Kyle Larson's blown <laughs> engine was a result of team orders. I, I did not say it was a result of team orders. I just said uh, transitive property. It. I think we can get there. I think let's just, let's think about this a little bit. Oh, you know, <laughs> just think about it. Should we get to the rest of the weekend? Do we have to? There, I mean, there's not a whole hell of a lot that's going to top it other than, than Clements, man. You even see the shirt? You even see the Ayrton Jenison shirt? Hey. Hey. You even see it? You even did see, see the video it. last night? I did. I was going to ask you a question, but I'll wait till we're done to ask the question. So. I think it'd be funny if you asked it now. No, no, it wouldn't. It really wouldn't. I'll, oh, okay, I'll, well, Ayrton, Ayrton, uh, Ayrton got the win while I was at the track. He waited uh, for a race where I was going to be at the track um, selfishly. Um, it was but, Team ARD at Knoxville. On uh, It was on Team ARD night with Eric Bridger uh, <laughs> going out on top. Um, if you're listening to this uh, podcast exclusive, Eric doesn't know – um, where he'll be driving next year. He doesn't know if he'll be driving um, any type of race car. Uh, his family is getting out of the sprint car business. Um, and Eric is technically a free agent as things stand right now. Um, he didn't tell me to say this. I'm, I'm saying it for him to try and uh, anyone who listens, um, if you know anyone uh, who's looking for a driver, uh, anything like that. Um, hit up Eric. Uh, it's fantastic guy. Fantastic driver. Um, real second or third, maybe first. Now I, I don't know what the career wins list for the pace pro series is in Knoxville, but he knows how to get around that place. Um, and if he's in a good car, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll put the pedal down. Uh, he won that race yesterday. He was ahead about about half a lap, uh, by the end of it. So, um, let him know. Um, let me know. Text me. Text him. However, uh, however you get the message across. But it was great, great, great to see Eric take the uh, ARD sticker to victory lane again. Didn't get to do his uh, celebration victory lane um, again because of rain. 
Uh, so I guess the sticker is just the jinx to the celebration um, after the race. But uh, Ayrton was told not to drive into victory lane uh, and then just drove in there anyway. So Nice. Good for him. The first career win for him at Knoxville. Uh, it's a weekly show. They call it the toughest weekly show in the nation because of how much it means to win. Uh, and it meant a lot to him. And he wasn't racing the makeup race. So that was uh, probably the cherry on top for everyone involved. And uh, he promised everyone he wouldn't go winless this year, especially in Knoxville. And he got it done. So I'm super proud of him. Uh, and it's always cool to see one of my buddies uh, in victory lane. He's a good one. Yeah, I was happy to see that. Uh, very, very happy for Ayrton to get on and uh, get get that win. You know, it's pretty cool to see the excitement from the video you got uh, of him coming into the into the pits as well and going across the scale. That was that was pretty cool to see how pumped he was and the guys were. And um, also, got to give a, a congratulations to Bridger as well um, to to see him pick up another win. And our guy uh, uh, Terry McCarl winning the three sixty championship. How about that, T Mac does it again so uh just a, a good a good weekend for those guys but very very happy for Ayrton and and for Bridger uh to uh to get it done yeah absolutely uh fireworks all night at Knoxville uh championship race is coming down to the last stent I thought and I probably could have done a better job of updating people but I wish the points were like more advertised on like the video board and stuff and like here's the situation you know if this guy wins uh, what this guy has to finish if this guy finishes wherever, you know what I mean? Um, Carson Macedo took home the world of outlaws sprint car, uh, race on Saturday. Uh, Ryan Thames, our guy, he was team ARD night all night, Saturday, uh, friend of the pod, Ryan Thames, uh, day after he turned 16 goes, uh, P2, uh, youngest podium finisher in world of outlaws history at 16 years old in one day. So. Uh, unless you're very, um, what should I say, specific, Damon, in what day your kid gets born and make sure it's a Saturday, 16 years old from his uh, his due date, then uh, it's going to be really tough to top Ryan Timms at 16 years and one, one day on that record unless they uh, get some sense into him and change the age requirement rule. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool for Tim's. Good deal for him. Uh, was able to catch the the dash draw. They were taking forever in a day to get things moving in that one. So I turned on the the late models race and didn't actually get to catch the sprint car race. But um, they were interviewing him for the for the dash, and uh, it was really cool to see him go up there and you know talk about his night and see how things have been going. Guys, just you know he he's so laid back. He was laid back with us, and and he was was just the same same guy that you saw in Dirt Vision, and wasn't amped up. Wasn't you know one of those things of where he was out of out of sorts it was just him doing his business and that was that was pretty cool yeah he's uh he's a great kid doesn't want to fight anybody that was his answer um awesome good it's a good answer <laughs> being 16 years old you're trying to get a 16 year old to fight and in trouble what is wrong with you what if he said like i'll just fight the other 16 year old and i'll take Corey day on doesn't matter Justin henderson method What's what's wrong with you? I got people all fight. It's the same. It's the same. It's a question, man. Don't got to need anything about you. You're acting like the people in my Twitter mentions today and like getting all riled up over. Yeah, something. I am. I, I'm heated because of this. 
<laughs> uh, Tanner English took down Bobby Pierce for the World of Outlaws late model. Uh, Quad Cities 150 finale. Uh, he did it twice, Friday and Saturday. Beat Bobby by uh, two tenths of a second on Friday night. Um, so good for that kid. Uh, $30,000 winner. Um, over on the Lucas side, Earl Pierce. Who had, a, who had a worse weekend than Bobby Pierce, by the way? I can name a few people Austin Sendrick, Martin Trucks Jr. Um, well, I'm just saying, Bobby Pierce finished Garner. Clint Garner had a pretty bad weekend. Bobby um, Pierce finished second three nights in a row. Yeah, well, I'm I'm not done yet. I don't care. Kevin Harvick fans, anyone that's a fan of Kevin Harvick. Um, F1 fans that predicted that Max Verstappen starting 14th would have any impact on the race. It did. Not. <laughs> Should I keep going, or are we good? Are we good? Yeah, I, I Scott, was good Scott after the Frost, Scott Frost had a pretty bad weekend. Anyone that cheers for Nebraska, I was good after the first two. But okay, yeah. I just wanted to. <laughs> Maybe that's our new segment. Is just not even Connor's shit list. Just like, oh man, that stunk. Who had a bad weekend? <laughs> Here's the worst performances of the weekend. Um, Kyle Cummins dominated the Kokomo SmackDown. We didn't get to see too many, too much side by side racing between Robert Ballou and uh, Brady Bacon. But I think I think I'm a Ballou dozer guy after he put the little mini bulldozer uh, into the driver intro deal. Did you yeah, see? That was pretty cool. I saw I, I saw I the video of him going across the track. That was neat. Just neat. I can't satisfy dirt fans. Don't neat. like don't like driver intros, man. I I like driver intros. I I I just think you know I might I'm I'm a Brady Bacon kind of guy. Oh oh, all right. Maybe I'll have. I we pro, we should have done it last week. I was going to. I didn't want to like. I didn't want to text both guys and say like, "Hey, come on the podcast." Uh, if you don't, we're gonna pick the other guy's side. I don't got Brady's well, number. Still also, also the issue. I have Robert's number. We're also still Brady. even. Still even. Still even. Maybe we'll get him on. We'll see. We'll see if it intensifies. There you go. Trying to think. Was there uh, anything else from this weekend? Any other takeaways? Um. Jeremy Clements, man, in the Xfinity race, first win in like 9,000 years, it felt like. Um, uh, five years to the date of his first win. Isn't that Was crazy? it five years to the day? Yeah, seriously. That's insane. Good for him. Good for him. Very excited uh, for him. And, uh, and, well, and I, I hate crew. it. That's, I hate it for guy. him. I hate it for him and his entire crew. Why? Landon Castle has to work that much harder to make the playoffs, and his crew chief doesn't seem to know um, how to race for stage points. Who's his crew chief, by the way? Isn't he on that uh, the the door bumper clear podcast? No, he's not. Are you positive? Hundred percent. Spotter, I met Spotter, not crew chief. His Spotter also yeah. is not. Do you know who's yeah, Spotter? No, his Spotter is Freddie Kraft. Oh, that's that's right. Yeah, Shocking. he's on the, he's on the show. Wow. You know who's not Freddy a good weekend Kraft, for him. You know who's Freddie Kraft uh, also spots for? Who's that? 
your boy Bubba. So yeah, well, I can see why. I can see how this has been a rough weekend for the entire podcast. There, gotcha. Okay, I can't wait to hear what they say. I can't either. Actually, I'm kind of excited for different reasons than you are, but I'm excited. I just I'm I'm poking fun mostly, but also Freddie fucking race for stage points, man. Please, please, you're killing me. I don't think I don't think that's his choice. He's the what? What do you just say it in the radio? Yeah, because I don't think he gets to make that. Call. I'd be like on your inside, on your inside. Don't pit here. We need stage points on your inside. I don't think that's his call. I, well, you know, you might. There's be. a guy getting paid a little bit more from from Colleg Racing that sits on the pit box. And so my beef should be with Matt Colleg for hiring that guy. Sure. If we if, if, if we miss the playoffs in the Colleg Ten, I, man, I'm. You'll be like Ross Chastain. I'm gonna go off the rails. Yeah, I'll do it on the video game. I just got a PS5, by the way. Um, hell, we could play tonight. Do you want? Jesus to Christ! Here I we haven't go. gotten. I haven't gotten a headset yet. Money bags. Go to the. I'm going to the golf course so I can uh, drink pina coladas with the boys. And I gotta find some. I gotta find between Best Buy and I gotta find between Best Buy and Target who sells a headset and a second controller. But I got the Supercross game, and I'm going to get PS Premium or whatever and get NASCAR off that. They didn't have the NHRA game where I went. It's You can get it online. It's actually pretty cool, by the way. I've been playing it for the last three days. How do you like it? I saw a trailer. It, not a trailer of it. I saw someone on YouTube playing it. It is... It's good for a base. If they continue to build off of it, it'll it'll just get better. Uh, for a base, it's pretty good. For the first one in 12 years or 15 years, whatever it's been, uh, it's pretty good as well. Plus it, the burnouts uh, on there, they didn't look as animated as uh, the PS2 game that we both have. But No, no, no. it's not. I, I also thought it was partially operator error on the guy I was watching. No, they're not as animated, but you think about today's day and age of, of drag racing as well. And burnouts aren't near as, as big and smoky as John force did back in the nineties either. So, Oh, see, uh, I disagree. I'm a fuel altered fan first. Yeah. Well, your, your opinion doesn't count on this. Um, you're, you just come out of the woodworks once a year, but um, (laughs) you're, you're completely correct. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the game itself is really cool. The gameplay, especially in the career mode, uh, starts out pretty difficult, especially if you don't know how to drive the vehicle that you're being put into. Oh, that's it took perfect. Me 12 races. It took me 12 races to figure out that I needed to actually rev up at the starting line to get my, my shifts. Right. Uh, once I did that, the field couldn't fucking catch me. I won seven of the last night. Yeah. Not in, not in the top fuel cars or the funny cars, oh, but great. they start you in career. They start you in career mode in the super modified class. And it's basically your factory cars and you are, you're running a, a four speed super modified car, your factory souped up. Basically it's a Dodge charger is what they put you in. And you got to kind of work your way to get so much money so you can start upgrading your shit. Well, um, needless to say, it took me 12 races to figure out how to get it all lined up, put together. Once I did that, the field couldn't touch me. I won seven of the last nine races and went from 24th in points and finished fifth. 
All right, fifth place finish is my my bar for when I get this game. Well, I'm glad. Uh, right where'd now, you, I've where'd you get it? Did you download it? Yeah, I just downloaded it because I have I have the disc version of the PlayStation because the Outlaws game is only on disc for PS5 at least. It uh, is what I was told by a Facebook comment. So now that I'm saying out loud, I'm very very skeptical. So here's what I'll say is it sucks to not have the OEMs. It's online play is really weird. Because does, it suck, actually, does it suck because the, the cars look weird without the logo on the, yes. on the hood? That's yeah. Yes. Okay. That's what I was getting to. I was just going to agree with that, but yeah. No, okay, no, yeah. It, it does. It looks weird for John force to be driving the same type of car as Ron caps. I'll just put it that do way. They, do the body, the body uh, don't look that similar. Do they? That's just a casual fan that was like complaining about it three months ago that I saw. I, I take too much stock into what I see out of like one tweet or one Facebook comment. Because yeah. It's like, it, man, maybe the casual the, fan does think this. No, the, the bodies are different, especially in, in real life. The bodies are different, but on the game, they're about the same. It's kind of weird, but it, so I'm not having the OEMs is kind of tough. Um, the online play is weird because like, I can't just go and say, Hey, I'm going to race you heads up in a, you know, you and I are on the same party and, and having a conversation through the headsets. It, it's different than, than that. You kind of go through and pick who you want to race based on the leaderboard. Um, as far as I have figured out so far. Uh, so that's, that's interesting. Um, you know, it, but I, I do like it as a drag racing fan. It's kind of weird because you know some things that are supposed to happen that don't happen in the game, but um, it's it's really cool. It's cool to see the updated version. It's cool to drive with with people that I know personally, and um, it, it's it's really just it's really cool to have. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are a lot of glitches in this game, though. I'm going to point that out. There are a lot of a lot of weird things that happen in this game that will never ever happen on an episode that you ever watch. Where that? Should I stop at Target before I go home tonight? Uh, Target or Walmart, maybe. Yeah. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop there on the way. I'm, Zach's going to be yeah. pissed off about it, but otherwise, you can download it. You can download it. I haven't set up the PS5 yet. So my parents part of getting it for me, um, but I paid them for it. Split most of the costs, I think. I don't know if they lie to me or not on how much it costs. I gave them. Anyways. The real thing is that you have it. I spent some money. Well, I'm going to go pick it up at dinner tonight. <laughs> Family dinner. Part, part of why we're recording early. There you go. You should just set it up then and uh, go go beat your dad. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll see if they have a uh, controller and or a headset. Um, and if they do, I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, that'll be good. Where are you golfing at? I'm not golfing. Oh, I thought that's what you were doing. No, I have an event at the school I have to go to. A golf event. No, no, we're welcoming our freshmen to uh, campus. This is kind of the underclassmen welcome the freshmen, and then they have like a big party before classes start tomorrow. Oh, that's awesome. I like it. So open bar, open bar closed. 
Well, it's a nice cream truck, so I can't help you. I don't know. Sounds sounds like a close one. Sounds pretty closed. <laughs> All right. Um, if we don't have any more takeaways, uh, I just think if you're if you think NASCAR looked embarrassing today, uh, you're either an F1 fan or you didn't read um, and you didn't listen to what people say. That's what I got to say about it. Um, I thought it was good. We're ramping up for the NASCAR playoffs. That's the main focus for the rest of the year. Uh, that's kind of how the racing season goes. Uh, the dirt stuff kind of tones down. We're not done with dirt. Don't worry. Uh, World 100 Dream Weekend's coming up still. Uh, Gold Cup and Chico. Those are both on the same weekend, so I'm not helping my case here. Uh, we'll be at the Knoxville Lay Model Nationals all three days. Uh, I'll be at the World of Outlaws race at Lakeside uh, down in Kansas. Uh, as well as I-80, probably, uh, same weekend, uh, and we'll kind of go from there. That's what the schedule kind of looks like right now, um, but I'm super excited to uh, take it out to the end of the season. We can start talking silly season stuff. I feel like uh, it looked like it was going to ramp up early, but now it's, you know, look at where we're at now, and it, it isn't full bore yet, so we're kind of getting pretty late in the year. That's kind of when things kind of fizzle out. Um, and a couple IndyCar races to finish out the year. I'm pumped for those. So hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's entertaining. And uh, hopefully all our buddies uh, win this weekend. We had pretty damn successful weekend between our friends, Damon. Yeah, it was a good uh, a good weekend for, for, the, uh, for the crew. And uh, now I'm just going to got to keep it up it will be much easier to identify the crew when their faces are on the rv i'm gonna buy i can't wait till you buy it it'll be a couple years i think oh i thought you were gonna have it by like next week no the the markets the market's gone up like uh apartments did and my dad is like he's an economist um more so more so on auto stuff but he always he was telling me about apartments too he's like the market's going up it's not going to come down like you think it's going to come down because him growing up like everything just went up right i think everything at this point is supply and demand and at some point it'll go down and uh we'll get regular prices again because i'm not busting thirty thousand for anything and uh, i don't know about that spent 61 dollars at the grocery store the other day and walked out with a bag and a half a bagel a bag Oh, and I, thought, I thought you were Minnesotaing me. No, that's a bag. <laughs> um, what it's do you mean? I can do that with like six containers of Vacasa cheese. Well, I didn't get that. Uh, let's see. I got some Fritos. What else did I get? I like how if you're watching on the YouTube right now, you can see Damon eyeing his... <laughs> It's grocery store purchases that are still in the well, cash. Some of them I thought were still out, but they're not. Um, I got some, some brats and um, all those little breakfast sausage links, you know, the Johnsonville pre-packages. Yeah. I got some of those. What else did I get? I don't know. I got $61 worth of stuff. It was only like 12 items at best. There's probably some more beer in there from when the last time I was there. Uh, there was, uh, I did not buy beer this time around. Actually. You want to say even 10, 10 items at best is $6 an item. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I, I guess it depends on the, if I'm getting like seven brats, 10 brats, whatever, you know, 
I got four. Oh, it was one of those. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I assume it costs seven twenty nine, but I'd still rather pay less than six. I would rather pay less than six too as well. I agree. Maybe, maybe that market will come down. I'm not, I don't know. It's not grocery stores. It's like other crap, I guess. I don't know. Oh boy. But either way, we'll have a uh, camping spot at Knoxville next year. Uh, hopefully in the North campground, I think um, we're going to get that set up in the next couple weeks here. If you're wanting to come, uh, we'll probably just throw post-race parties. Um, even day drinking parties. Anyone want to come day drink? I think we could make it make it happen. There you go. Cool. I like All it. Right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, next episode's another milestone, 75. So uh, we're going to do absolutely nothing special for it. I uh, no to. Maybe the hundredth even like feels like maybe when we get there, it'll be different, but I don't know. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll wait till 500 or something, but we'll figure it out. All right. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back midweek this week. Sorry for last week. I was roped up in uh cyclone fanatic stuff up in Jefferson and Davenport. And thank you for the people that came and uh, complimented the site while we were there. Uh, it was great meeting you guys. I never get tired of uh, someone coming up and telling them how much, you know, just seeing me like racing helps them like racing. So uh, constructive criticism, everything, send it to me. I'd love to hear it. Um, and appreciate y'all, uh, for tuning into this one. Thank you a ton.